Happy Easter! On this, the fourth Sunday of Easter, Jesus opens our Gospel passage by making an important declaration. John records for us in the tenth chapter of his accounting of the Gospel that Jesus announces that he is the Good Shepherd. Today, Good Shepherd is, among Christians and even non-Christians, a commonly known and popular title for Jesus. In fact, doing a quick internet search for Good Shepherd in San Antonio results in a long list of churches and parachurch ministries named Good Shepherd. Jesus as the Good Shepherd is certainly an understanding of Jesus in which people, Christian and non-Christian alike, can find comfort. And that understanding is inspired by Jesus telling us here in the 11th verse of John, chapter 10, I am the Good Shepherd. But Jesus does not only say that he is the Good Shepherd. He immediately follows that proclamation with, The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus makes clear that the Good Shepherd is willing to die to save his sheep. Will someone who is only hired to watch the flock give up his life for the sheep? Will the hired hand feel it his duty to guard the sheep with his life? Jesus tells us no. When the danger comes, when the wolf is on the way, the hired hand runs away from the danger. That is why the Good Shepherd, the Good Shepherd, guards his own. The Good Shepherd says, These are my sheep. I will let no harm come to them. Now a quick look at the other significant shepherd in the Bible. We have a few different shepherds mentioned throughout the Bible, but most only get a passing mention. One, however, is a majority, a major personality. The boy who would go on to become King David started his life as a shepherd, guarding the family's sheep. Notice, David is guarding his family's sheep, his own sheep. When preparing to fight the giant Goliath, David explains that he faced danger to protect his sheep because they were his sheep. David says to King Saul, I used to keep sheep for my father, and when there came a lion or a bear and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered the lamb out of his mouth. And if he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. I have struck down both lion and bear for my sheep. David a good shepherd, protecting his sheep, his flock, risking his life, went up against the roaring lion to save the life of his sheep from certain destruction. Why? Because they are his sheep, and he was a good shepherd. David would lay down his life if he needed to in order to save the life of the sheep from the consuming lion. Now Jesus is the good shepherd who will lay down his life for his sheep. But from what threat? The Apostle Paul describes the work of Satan by saying that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And Jesus, the Good Shepherd, stands ready to destroy that roaring lion seeking to destroy his flock, his fold. Who then is Jesus' flock? Who is in Jesus' fold? 
Well, to begin Jesus' fold is that of native-born Israel. Those are the ones Jesus was speaking to directly that day John is recording for us. Jesus' fold is also all those sheep who were at that point outside of the fold. But Jesus seeks as his own. Jesus says, I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice, so that there will be one flock, one shepherd. One flock, all those who listen to and follow Jesus. One shepherd, Jesus, the good shepherd, the one who will lay down his life for his fold, for his flock. St. Gregory the Great explains that Jesus came to redeem not only Jews, but the Gentiles, that are the sheep not of this fold. In the language of the day, everyone not a Jew was a Gentile. Therefore, the sheep not of this fold, that being the fold he was, Jesus was originally speaking of, the sheep not of this fold is all of us, all the rest of us, all of us who recognize our need, hear the good shepherd's voice and follow him. Clement of Alexandria connected the words of Ezekiel to the promise of the Good Shepherd, saying, I will bind up the injured and I will heal the sick. I will bring back the strays and pasture them on my holy mountain. These are the promises of the Good Shepherd. Clement goes on to pray, Pasture us, children, like sheep, O Lord. Fill us with your own food, the food of the righteous. As our instructor, feed us on your holy mountain, the church above the clouds that touches the heavens. And then we get on to the point where Jesus says, I lay down my life. I will die for my sheep. But it does not end there. I lay down my life that I might take it up again. And even further, no one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. Jesus had to willingly surrender his life. The wages of sin are death. The Bible tells us that in multiple locations. But Jesus has not sinned. Death cannot claim Jesus as one of its own. Jesus must choose to die. And Jesus does choose to die for his sheep, for us. For all of us affected by sin who are injured, sick, and walking astray. Jesus will heal our wounds, cure our illness, and gather us into the pasture of his holy mountain. And the message so frequently told is that all of this is possible because Christ died for us. Christ Jesus willingly laid down his life because there was no other way he was going to die. He laid down his life willingly for us. One of the things I came across while serving in the army as a chaplain is what is known as an Episcopal Service Cross. To try to describe it for you, it is a medallion that can be added to your dog tag chain. It is circular with a cross running through its center. That center cross divides the circle into four sections. Each section has a small cross also surrounded by a circle within it. The result is that there are five crosses represented in the one medallion. The five crosses are there to represent the five wounds of Christ, his hands, his feet, and his side all the way through to his heart. 
The large center cross has printed on it, Christ died for thee. Christ died for thee. Christ died for you. And he did so by free choice because you are one of his sheep. Now, so far, we have what could be the makings of a great Good Friday message. What makes Jesus laying down his life an Easter message? Because laying down his life is not the end of the story. Jesus said, I lay down my life that I may take it up again. I have the authority to lay it down and I have the authority to take it up again. Jesus did not only die for you. In the resurrection, Jesus lives for you. And it is in the living for you that Jesus is the good shepherd. In living for you, Jesus fights back Satan, the wolf, and roaring lion, lion, lion seeking to destroy you. In living for you, Jesus heals the wounds, cures the illness, and seeks after you when you wander astray. In living for you, Jesus gathers you into his lush pasture on his holy mountain. Jesus lives for you. How then shall you live? Will you study his scriptures? Will you study, spend time in prayer for yourself and others? Will you counsel the one who doubts that Jesus is the way? Will you instruct the one who does not know God how he or she can know God? Will you help others correct their mistakes? Will you comfort the one who is suffering? Will you forgive the one who offends you? Will you bear being wronged without bitterness? Will you feed the hungry? Will you give drink to the thirsty? Will you help shelter the homeless? Will you visit the sick and the imprisoned? Will you give relief to the impoverished? Will you respect the living by burying the dead in the promise of the resurrection? These are all things we are instructed to do in various parts of the Bible. These are all things Jesus tells us to do to demonstrate our love for God and for one another. In the weeks ahead, even when the Easter season is over, and each coming Sunday we shift our focus to other portions and priorities of the Bible, we, we now here, we are living in Easter. We are forever living in Easter. Jesus laid down his life and he picked it up again. Jesus died for us. Jesus lives for us. Now we must answer the Easter question. Will we now live for Jesus? Amen.